Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Tuesday. It's the players' day off, but the coaches are hard at work trying to figure out how to pull off an upset against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night. A formidable foe, without question. The Packers' significant underdogs heading into Sunday night's contest. But you know what? We're nobody's under... Okay, yeah, we're no, we're definitely underdogs on Sunday night. But that's just the way it is, man. The Packers have been playing poorly. Three losses in a row. Going up against a white-hot Buffalo Bills team that has looked every bit the Super Bowl juggernaut they were predicted to be heading into the season. It's going to be a tall task. It's going to be a very tall task for the Green Bay Packers. But it doesn't mean it can't happen, man. Any given Sunday in this league, you never know. So I'll be watching along with... Packers fans worldwide. Hopefully, you'll join Corey and myself for our weekly watch party. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be here on the YouTube channel live watching the Packers each and every snap like we do every Sunday. Hope you'll join us. And I hope if you're in the Wisconsin area, you'll grab yourself a nice cold Carry the G. That's right. The Carry the G is the official beer of Cheesehead TV. Get yourself some if you're in the Wisconsin area. If you're in Green Bay, Milwaukee, Madison, Sheboygan, Appleton, eh, Madison is there too. So get yourself some Carry the G, folks. You can go to cheeseheadtv.com, click on beer at the top of the page, and we'll have a list for you, all the stores that carry it currently. Um, hello, everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. Look at all the, all the regulars are here. The regulars, including Sky is Falling. Good to see you, Sky is Falling. Hope you're doing well. Should he? No, no, transplants is not tonight. It is tomorrow night. I'm going early today because I have radio uh, in about an hour, and then we have the Cheesehead TV, Patreon, and Carry the G Club happy hour. That'll be happening at 5 o'clock. So if you are a Carry the G Club member or a Patreon member, look on those respective pages and you'll find the information for the happy hour tonight. 5 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a hot time in the old town tonight. And then, yes, Packer Transplants will return tomorrow night. And I think Corey Banky has some stuff to say, so you definitely want to check that out. TKM, so good to see you at your post. Are we having a live chat only meeting? <laughs> All sorts of only meetings going on. you damn right. Hmm. Uh, Illinois. That's how I'm going to say it because I don't know how to pronounce it. Maybe instead of going paintballing in the preseason, the Packers should have went boxing so they can learn how to deal with being punched in the teeth. Hey, oh, yeah, it does seem to be a particular trend with, uh, this team this season. One thing goes wrong and it's off to the races as far as spiraling out of control and not being able to punch back. Don't love it. Do not love it. Uh, is transplants this week? Yes. Transplants tomorrow night. Uh, what else we got? Josh, thanks for the super chat. Packers will win Sunday. Book it. Ooh, Josh. Josh felt so strongly about that that he paid $2 for a super chat to pronounce to the world the Packers are winning on Sunday. I mean, there's a path to victory there. You got to steal a, pro a possession at some point, probably. Maybe a surprise onside kick. Get a turnover. And then play ball control. Keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands because God knows they're going to be able to move to the football and they're going to score some points. Just take the air out of this game. Run the ball. Make it ugly. That's the Packers' path to victory. Now, I know what they're going to do because it's not going to be that. They're going to throw the ball around the yard and pretend like they have viable personnel to play spread and try and let Aaron Rodgers throw for three or four touchdowns and 300-plus yards, which uh, hasn't been the case for quite some time. But that's the way they're going to attack it. I have zero doubt. Vex, thanks for the Super Chat. Guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. Got to start cutting some reps. Maybe guys who aren't playing, maybe give them a chance. Yes, I agree, Aaron. It is time for Jordan Love. 
damn, Vex went there. I mean, as I know you're quoting uh, Roger's interview that he just gave to Pat McAfee. Um, you know, as far as, you know, his performance, he did say Tom Clements gave him the highest grade of the year. Uh, you know, it's my nature, my cynical nature to say, you know, yeah, that's a low bar. But, it, it, you know, you look at it and he makes the decisions he makes, makes the throws he makes. And there are a couple off kilter, off target throws, no doubt about it. But as far as like decision making, playing the position, he had a decent game. You go back and watch the tape. There are some frustrating misses, no doubt about it. But uh, hard to kill too much of that game and put it on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. That said, I do think part of the problem is because they're trying to build the offense around Aaron Rodgers instead of Aaron Jones. That is why they're having issues. And I know, I know they threw it to Aaron as well as handed him the ball. I think they got to do more of both. 100% more of both. Mark Mendez. Nagler. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Mark Mendez, he of big talker fame. Good to see you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Hmm. Go Pack Go from Israel. Madi, what's up? Thanks for checking out the stream, man. Hope you're doing well across the pond. Greetings from New York City. Hope you're well. Did I see Grossi's take on why we are sucking right now? I think he nailed it. Craig, I did not. Uh, I got to be honest. I have very, very little time to check out other creator stuff. Uh, every once in a while, I'll see a video or a tweet or what have you. But, man, I got enough time, time to deal with my own life. Go find other people's lives and what they're doing. But uh, Tom is usually on point. So I will say it's not surprising if he nailed it because he usually does. Uh, what's up? Uh, well, we got Thirsty Beach on Twitch. What's up, man? Maybe we can play up to our opponent's level this week instead of what we've seen. I mean, there is that case to be made, right? They have played down to their competition. Maybe this is the week they put it together and have a complete performance because they're playing a Super Bowl contender. I'm not holding my breath in that regard. And also, I would say, like, the Jets and the Giants are probably just playing better than the Green Bay Packers at this point. Uh, the Commanders, that's a team they should have beat and didn't. M, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Packers suck and carry the G. Not available down here. What could possibly go worse? Just kidding. Always proudly Packer fan, no matter winning or not. M, I hear you. Got to get you up to Wisconsin, buddy. Hopefully, I'll see you in the happy hour later. Good to see you. Uh, what else we got? Here's an idea for Amari. Not fumbling punts. Score touchdowns. Don't punt. Woo, Tommy. That's a bold call. That is a bold call. Aaron Krause, Claypool, and Fuller? What, you want... You think they're not going to trade for one guy? They're going to trade for two dudes? Come on now. I think Claypool, there's a legitimate chance that happens. I think they should go after Jerry Judy. Go get him, baby. They need another guy who drops a lot of passes. Let's go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think he's got talent. I think he would add to the room, but we'll see. Adrian, thanks to Super Chat. Will the decision to re-sign Rodgers go down alongside the Mandridge draft pick as historic Packer front office blunders? Um, the simple answer is no. No, it will not. Um, not even close. Adrian, I, I, I suspect, judging, and now I don't want to judge too harshly, but judging by your pick, you were around for the Mandridge thing, and I, I got to suspect that you remember how fucking atrocious that was comparative to the other options on offer in regards to all the guys who got drafted around Mandridge. Packers went with Mandridge, and the rest is history. I will say, if they had flipped the script and traded Aaron Rodgers, and that was the road they go down, there's no guarantee that Jordan Love 
or whoever they may have brought in at quarterback was going to be a future Hall of Famer like the guys they passed on in favor of Mandridge. So, yeah, I'm going to go with no on that one. Craig, thanks for the super chat. Nags, is it me, or is this one of the weirdest NFL seasons in recent memory? Suck teams? I think you mean sucky teams. Winning and winning teams sucking. This is why I love the NFL. Keep up the great work, my dude. Craig, I think the NFL is in a state of transition, and I do think it's the cyclical nature of the league is really coming to the fore this year in the sense of it's I don't think it's a mystery that you've got the same types of teams and coaching staffs, whether it's the Rams, it's the 49ers, it's the Packers, and their style of offense. Teams, I don't think have them figured out, but they've got a way of attacking now. They've got a way of, okay, we know these are the things they like to do in this system. We have a, a way of working on defense that's going to limit, maybe not completely shut down and stop, but a way of limiting what those guys like to do. You know, I think you also look at things like there are teams that have been collecting talent at the top of the draft for a while and now finally are putting some pieces together. Um, new coaching staffs, new ideas always help. I will say, though, it is still the first part of the season. And, you know, there's a lot left to play out. And while I, I totally hear what you're saying, I do think we'll see not a writing of the ship. It's not going to completely turn. But I do think some teams will start to look a little better. Some teams will fall back to the pack. And by the end of the year, I suspect it'll be a little less topsy-turvy. But I do think, yeah, there's there's been a lot of talent collection going on in certain squads. And some of those are starting to put it together. I think Philly in the NFC is legit. And I think, you know, Jalen Hurts is coming into his own as a quarterback. And that is a great cautionary tale for people who expect any quarterback to come in and just light it up. Look at last year's draft class, kind of punctured and uh, kind of highlighted by Mac Jones last night. Another guy who has just not looked great, probably is losing his job. All those guys who were drafted, I think all of them in the top 15 last year, none of them look like gangbusters, but they're all a year and a half into it and still trying to figure it out, et cetera. Nothing is a sure thing. Everybody was in Philly was ready to ride Jalen Hurts out of town, and now he looks pretty damn good. I do think, you know, it takes time that that in our especially in our current media culture, we never give teams, players, coaches, what have you. Um, but I am interested to see how the second half of the season plays out. But I do think there will be not a total correction, but I think there will be a, a tip back towards the quote unquote teams we're used to being pretty damn good, they'll start to look better. Michael, thanks for the super chat. It's tough enough going through this streak, but then the Bears have to win too? Sick, shaking my head. Stop the bleeding already. Bears look good last night. Bears got a formula right there. I think a big key of it is getting fields on the move, letting them run the ball a little bit. I, I can't uh, understand why it took Getze and company, you know, seven weeks in to go, hey, maybe we should have our super athletic quarterback run the football sometimes, but that certainly helped open up a lot that I don't think the Patriots were quite ready for. And, you know, you throw in a, a pretty stout defense. You got some really good players, all three levels. Yeah, they're going to make some noise. No doubt about it. Now, again, we're not even halfway through the season. We'll see how, you know, teams take that tape and try to counter it. But, yeah, that's a good, that's a good win for the Packers. No doubt about it. Brandon, thanks for the Super Chat. Let's trade for Devontae Adams. You're hilarious. Dusty Lawson, thanks for signing up for Carry the G Club. Really appreciate the support, man. Thank you so much. 
Ryan Wiley, thank you for the super chat. Rodgers needs to look in the mirror and see who is really to blame for the poor play. Plus, you need to get carry the G in the Janesville area. Bit by bit, trying to get all of Wisconsin taken care of, but it's going to be a while. But yes, we were we are hoping to expand pretty much throughout the state. It'll happen slowly, but surely. Um, as far as Rodgers, look, the team is constructed around him. There is no doubt about it. He has a monster cap hit, and everything flows off of that. But I can't come off of that game on Sunday and say, like, he's the reason they're losing. Matt is culpable in this regard as well, you know, as he's the head coach. He's the one crafting the game plan with Roger's input, with the input of a few others, but it's on him. You know, Rodgers, as he said, had one of his better performances on the year. And, you know, if you're going to run a certain style of offense, to Rogers' point, maybe it's time to get some other guys in there. I saw Torre got up and was got his first reception, and maybe he gets on the field a little bit more. But uh, the Lazard injury news is not great. It doesn't help that as far as, you know, having somebody you can trust, having something out there that Rogers prefers, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it goes a lot deeper than just how the quarterback is playing. I think the offensive line played better, but – if you're having false starts, you're having holding calls, you're going to get back into second and 20s, and that is really tough to overcome in general, let alone with this Packers offense. They are just not built for it. Uh, Alex, thanks for the super chat. Long-time caller, first-time listener. Is Savage earning himself a second contract, also under 15 touches for Jones on Sunday? I'll take that prop bet. Ooh, Alex. Throwing down the gauntlet to Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers to get Aaron Jones the football on Sunday night. Um, under 15 touches. I'm going to I'm gonna take the over. I'm going to take the over. Right here, sitting here Tuesday afternoon. They're drawing up game plans as we speak. Let me text Mac real quick and tell him to make sure to get 15 plus. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I'll take the over. Uh, as far as Savage goes, that's going to be a tough one. I think they let him hit the market. At this point, if he continues to play the way he's been playing, they let him hit the market and say, if you can find something better, great. Otherwise, come on back and we'll talk about a team-friendly deal. That would be my guess. Sitting here October 25th, there's a lot of ball game left to play. He could greatly improve it on the second half of the stretch of the season, etc. But right now, the way he's playing, uh, I think it's going to be a wait and see. Garrett, thanks for the super chat. I need some encouragement, Nags. Give me some hope. Oh, Garrett, I, I got nothing in me. I'm sorry, buddy. I like, yo, I really want the Packers to come out on Sunday night and shock the world. I'll be watching. I'm hoping for it. But, man, I ain't expecting it. I'm sorry. I just got to be real. There is nothing I have seen through seven weeks to say, yeah, this team is going to get it together. I mean, they can't even line up right. They can't even not cover up the tight end They or the, ta- the tackle. They can't even get, you know, set and not have two guys in motion. That's fucking shit that you're working on in the summer that's high school football you know that that's training camp stuff we're like almost towards the end we're almost in halloween for god's sakes this team just has no attention to detail at all whether that's route running whether that's picking up stunts i just there's nothing there that tells me oh yeah they're on the cusp a couple weeks ago you can make that case like coming out of london They had a really nice half of football, definitely fell apart in the second half, but you could see a way way forward, a path forward. These last two weeks, it's been hard, man. It's been ugly. Now, 
look, I think everybody last night expected the Bears go to go into Foxborough and get beat down. That certainly didn't happen. And, and part of it is, you know, any given Sunday. So, look, I'll be watching. I'll be rooting them on, etc. But, man, what, what, what is it in Game of Thrones? What does Tyrion say? If you're looking for a happy ending, you've come to the wrong place. If you're looking for hope, rah-rah cheerleader, you've come to the wrong place. Now, there are plenty of people out there, content creators, waving the green and gold flags and ready to take on the Buffalo Bills, etc. And I, I, I commend them. Rock and roll, man. I'll be rooting for the team right there with you, except I'm just not holding my breath. There, there's no tension there for me. That's just me. Now, maybe they come out and they shock the world and we all get excited. And all of a sudden, the whole second half of the season looks totally different. But uh, I just ain't there. Not right now. Edmundo, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Had row one tickets at the 50-yard line right behind Coach LaFleur. I yelled, run the ball a lot for you, Nags. Go, Pat, go. That's my guy. That's my guy right there. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Hmm. Oh, Soder has a scathing review of Aaron Rodgers. No accuracy short. No accuracy deep. Doesn't like throwing in the middle, which is where he has been most efficient. Not running the ball. Not sure what else there is for 12 to lean into. The run solutions. The run solutions. I'm telling you, man. Run solution sounds like communist propaganda for take the ball out of Aaron Jones' hand. That's what it sounds like to me. I, I hear you, brother. I will say, I, I think, you know, the inaccuracy stuff was a little kind of prisoner of the moment. If you go back and you watch the game again, he has a, a handful of throws that, yes, I'm sure, as they like to say, he would like back. But overall, it wasn't terrible. I mean, there were a lot of other issues. I mean, they dropped a ton of footballs. But that said, yes. He should be better. You would expect better from a four-time MVP. Of that, there's truth. <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't read this, but it's, I, this is funny. Lazard has shat himself from getting a big-time contract next year. All bark, no bite. F that mug. Step up and catch the damn ball. Now he's hurt. All right. Well, I can't. Okay. Yes, he's hurt because he's a football player. Everybody gets hurt. It's just a depend. It, you know, it's just a question of how severe it is. The injury rate in the NFL is 100%. So to put that on the guy, that's ridiculous. Now, that said, I think you, what you're responding to there, Chad, is his offseason where he didn't show up for offseason workouts, etc. I thought that was all fine. I had no issue with that. And to be fair, I don't think he's the one who's been like, oh, I'm wide receiver one. You're all going to have to suck my kiss or whatever. I don't know. I just threw in a red out chili peppers lyric there for you. But, you know, I don't think he's been like that. Like. Rodgers has touted him as, quote, wide receiver one a number of times. And I think he's acknowledged it, but he hasn't been like, he didn't make a line of merch that said, I'm wide receiver one, bitch, or anything like that. At least not that I, I know of. Maybe, maybe he did. I don't know. I don't think so. So it's like, I don't know, man. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand the vitriol. I don't understand not rooting for a guy. Like, yes. Does he need to hold on to the ball more? Hell Yes. But again, there's a boatload of football left to be played. I'm rooting for him to turn it around, like catch 10 more touchdowns and get a big fat contract. How can you not root for people? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Josh, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. The connection of Rogers Adams covered up Lafleur shortcomings as a coach. People are seeing them this year. Dun, dun, dun. Um, is that why they went 7-0 without Adams? 
under Lafleur? I'm just asking. Now, do I think Matt's doing a good coaching job this year? No. But this Devontae Adams thing is ridiculous. Uh, they were plenty good without Devontae for the last three years. This year, it's been a problem. Badger Trio, thanks for the super chat. Trying to not hope for a trade, I know it's not going to happen. Man, I've been saying most years, I give it at about a 10% chance of happening. This year, I'll throw it up to 30%. 30% chance they make a trade. I will say this regarding the possibility of a trade. This is where this kind of something, you know, it touches on something I tweeted out the evening after I kind of cooled down after the game, et cetera. But it really feels like this year there is a bit of a disconnect between the personnel side and the coaching side. And I do think if Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers are insistent on playing the style of football they have tried to play on offense for the first seven games of the year, it is absolutely incumbent upon Brian Gutekunst to go trade for a wide receiver. There's no way you can sit there and watch what they've been going through offensively and say, yeah, yeah, no, we're good, especially with the injuries that they've faced. I, I, there's no way. Now, if Matt and Aaron want to acquiesce to the idea that, hey, our two best players on offense are in the offensive backfield and we're going to design an offense around them rather than playing spread and trying to throw it around the yard, then you probably don't need to trade for a wide receiver. But it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out. And does Gutekunst think, okay, if we get this wide out, how does that affect the pecking order, the locker room, etc.? There's all sorts of stuff to take into consideration there. But, uh, yeah, I think it will speak volumes. TKM, thanks for the super chat. Conspiracy theory. I love a good conspiracy theory. Is this just putting film together for rookies, wide receivers, trainings, and a couple games from now, they do not miss anything? Just have to believe there is a reason. Pappy's kitten fun. TKM, I appreciate you coming up with that. But no. Absolutely no. Uh, Goody is tanking on the sly. <laughs> All right. Relax. Relax. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. I'll be on 97.3 The Game at 415 Eastern, 315 Central. Check me out there if you can. If you have the iHeart app, you can find it, uh, the 97.3 The Game station there. I'll tweet out the link when I'm about to go live. And then at 5 Eastern, 4 Central, we'll have the Carry the G Club and Patreon Happy Hour. If you're a Patreon member or a Carry the G Club member, please feel free to join us. The information is on the respective pages. Matt, final super chat, getting it in under the wire. Under the wire. Aren't solutions supposed to solve? Get it? Because they call it a run solution? Like I said, man, communist propaganda for take the ball out of Aaron Jones' hand. That's all it means. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Please, please, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. Yeah.